0: Today is the 5th of February, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of time together where we pray, we read scripture, we think on the word of God. Just time together. Before we start, just a reminder that if you want more information about the podcast or me, head to rayborrack.co.uk. Don't forget you can download the script. For today, if you need it, it's in the... Uh, show notes and if you'd like to support walking the way then please head to givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way we really would appreciate your support if you're joining us for the first time let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern it's easy to pick up as we go along and we always start each episode with our opening prayer so let's pray shall we a god powerful and loving We look to you for both strength and compassion. We confess that we don't really understand power, nor when it comes down to it are we very good at love. Very easily we go to extremes, too hard or too soft. Teach us your tough love. Sharpen us during this time in the whetstone of your word. With the tender arms of your spirit, embrace us. O powerful and loving God, Fashion us to become tough and tender disciples. We worship you now because we know of no other like you. In the name of Jesus, your beloved Son, our leader and friend, we pray. Amen. Proverbs 31 verses 8 and 9 Open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open your mouth judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. Leonard Boff isn't someone most of us would recognize. However, he has played a major role in how the Church looks today and understands God's mission to the lowest in society. Boff was one of a number of Catholic priests in South America who wrote about something called liberation theology. It's a many-layered subject and is quite contentious but at its heart is the phrase, God's preferential option for the poor. Drawing on many of the Old Testament scriptures, as well as the Gospel writers, those involved in developing liberation theology put forward the idea that God cares for those who are oppressed and marginalized and want to see all people liberated from all forms of oppression and violence. So what you may say, we know that. The important thing is that according to Boff and other liberation theologians, God wants it to happen now while people are alive and is not simply a promise that it will be kept when we get to heaven. Our verses from Proverbs today point to the fact that we as the people of God have a duty to ensure that those who are voiceless, destitute, poor and needy are not ignored. They are not pushed aside and they are not brushed under the carpet as if they were some kind of lower life form. The promises of life eternally free from pain and suffering, oppression and fear after we die are still valid and they are still important. But let's not forget that Jesus fed the hungry. He healed the sick. He loved the unlovable. And if he is our role model, then we need to look at what parts of our life and our society continue to silence those who have no voice or influence. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about Jesus being arrested and put on trial. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Loving God, we read today how your son was arrested and put on trial. We ask, Lord, that we use these words to make us brave, to make us courageous. Speak to us today through the words of your son. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version, and we're reading Matthew 26. When Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days it is the Passover, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and they took counsel that they might take Jesus covertly and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. When Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster jar of very expensive ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at supper. When his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, For what purpose is this waste? This ointment might have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. When Jesus perceived it, he said to them, why do you trouble the woman? She has done a good work for me. For you have the poor always with you, but you do not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Truly I say to you, wherever the gospel shall be preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said to them, what will you give me if I hand him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. From that moment he searched for an opportunity to betray him. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where will you have us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, My teacher says my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening came, He sat down with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. They were very sorrowful, and each one of them began saying to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who has dipped his hand with me in this dish will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who betrayed him, answered, Master, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup, and after he gave thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will fall away on account of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered, Though all men fall away on account of you, yet I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Though I should die with you, yet I will not deny you. And all the disciples spoke in this manner. Then Jesus came with him to a place called Gethsemane, and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go, and pray close by. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful even to death. Wait here and keep watch with me. He went a little further, and falling on his face, he prayed, "O oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found the sleeping, and he said to Peter, So, could you not keep watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you will not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, "O oh, my father. If this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. Again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Look, the hour is near and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Look, he who betrays me is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came. And with him was a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I shall kiss is the man, seize him. And immediately he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Rabbi, and kissed him. And Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Then they came and lay hands on Jesus and took him. Immediately one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword, and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back in its place, for all those who take up the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he will at once give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At the same time Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out as against a thief to take me with swords and clubs? Daily I sat with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the prophets forsook him and fled. Those who had seized Jesus led him away to Caiaphas the high priest, where the scribes and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him from afar to the high priest's courtyard and went in, and sat with the servants to see the end. The chief priests and the elders, and the entire Sanhedrin searched for false witnesses against Jesus to put him to death. But they found none. Yes, though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. At last two false witnesses came forward and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to him, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God, tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said so, but I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes, saying, He has uttered blasphemy. What further need do we have for witnesses? See, now you have heard his blasphemy, what do you think? They answered, He is guilty unto death. Then they spat in his face and struck him, and others slapped him with the palm of their hand, saying, Prophesy to us, you Christ, who is it that struck you? Now Peter sat outside the courtyard, and a girl came to him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee? But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are saying. Then he went out onto the porch. Another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This man was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Again he denied with an oath, I do not know that man. After a while those who stood by came to Peter and said, Surely you also are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to invoke a curse on himself, and he swore, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the words that Jesus had spoken. Before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. They're all available through the show notes. Just click the links. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention we have our new voicemail service as well. Click the links. Um, They'll take you to wherever we need to go. But let's pray, shall we? Loving God who conceived life. originates ingenuity. Embraces individuality, welcomes everyone, celebrates diversity, encourages unity, offers serenity and gifts simplicity, lavishes compassion. We worship you. Living Jesus, who breathes our air, walks our street, feels our pain, sheds tears, enjoys company, bubbles with laughter, holds our hands. We worship you. Gentle spirit, who strengthens fragile spirits, shelters the suffering, respires life and hope, transforms all sorrow, binds broken hearts, sets the captives free. We worship you. Beautiful Trinity of love, for your presence in our lives, for your comfort and company, for shaking us out of tired routines and calling us ever to follow you, then blessing our journey with unexpected discoveries, expanding our horizons and tendering endless encouragement and traveling with us. We worship you. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. You've been listening to Walking The Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you want to partner with Walking The Way, and I would really appreciate it if you would, please head to www.givesengo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Don't forget you can listen to us on TuneIn and Radio Public. My name is Ray.